So in summary and to conclude, we've covered a lot today, but there's an urgent need for guideline-directed screening and early treatment of patients with type 2 diabetes and CKD. And we talked a lot about how in primary care, if you're going to properly screen for chronic kidney disease and diabetes, you have to have both a UACR and you have to have an EGFR. And that's really something we have to be doing every year. And of course, if it's abnormal, we need to increase the frequency with which we're monitoring that. The pillars of therapy to reduce cardiorenal risk include RAS blockade, SGLT2 inhibition, and non mineralocorticoid receptor antagonists like phenarinone. GLP-1 receptor agonists remain a potent option for glycemic lowering, as John pointed out, as well as cardiovascular risk reduction and favorable data thus far on composite kidney outcomes, including macroalbuminuria. And then the ADA and EASD guidelines focus on a holistic patient-centered approach to managing type 2 diabetes and all of the comorbidities. And again, effective person-centered care requires a multidisciplinary team because I can tell you from primary care, we can't do it all, nor do we have enough time with the patient to try to be able to accomplish it all, nor do we have the expertise to address certain issues. So make screening a priority in patients with type 2 diabetes. It needs to be a priority. For years, we've managed blood pressure pretty well. We've done pretty good at looking at LDL cholesterols. We've done a pretty good job of trying to drive A1Cs to target. CKD cannot take a backseat to all of those other three things that we're doing. We have therapies which allow a new opportunity to alter the course of CKD progression and cardiovascular risk. And, you know, it's, it's so common in primary care. We used to see somebody with a lower EGFR and some micro macroalbuminuria. We had nothing to offer them other than please don't take anti-inflammatory medicines. Be careful when you have any dialogue and make sure you stay hydrated. Now we actually should be excited in primary care, especially because we have something to offer these patients to really change the trajectory of that disease state. Always keep the patient at the center of the conversation, as John said. You know, we don't need to be talking down to patients. We need to be able to listen to patients and encourage and educate our patients. And then finally, communicating with our colleagues. Whatever that shared information system is, is of paramount importance in terms of making sure we're taking proper care of the patient. So with that, I want to thank George. John, thank you for joining us. And I want to thank you, the audience, for joining us for this presentation today. I hope you found it useful. Thank you.